Harrison Agents. To buy, sell or rent in Tasmania, search Harrison Agents today. Breakfast with Tim Payne and Brent Costello. That was just a poor choice of ball. So they're the two points for me. One, umpires have got to be awake to it because they know teams are going to do it. Just don't allow it. Yep. And two, if on the very off chance you do, can we just take the time to get it right? Because it it, it could be used as an excuse to Australia. Well, we didn't play that ball well enough. It swung. England were outstanding with it. They used it to perfection. But to suggest that that didn't change the momentum of the game slightly or at the very least that the conditions weren't different is ludicrous. That's the voice of the star of the show, Tim Payne, on Friday. Talk, <coughs> excuse me, talking Jesus. about the... Yeah, I know, gee. Uh, talking about the the ball, the change of ball over there in the final Ashes test. Now, News Corp's chief cricket writer, Ben Horn, Benny reported Horn, over he the weekend... Much. No, he, he does not. Over the weekend that an investigation is set to be launched into the new ball that was given on the final day of the test at the Oval. Whispers have emanated out of the English camp suggesting the replacement ball gifted to them was in fact a five-years-old version of the Duke's ball which was more devastating to batters, Tim. Mm. That's the second thing I've heard out of the English camp in the last 24 hours, but we'll get to the second one Ooh. later in the show. Ooh. Something we discussed last week. I've had a few texts. I think there's one come through on the text line today again just to just to back Ooh. it up. But okay. We'll get there. But, yeah, the ball, so this is interesting because I don't know, for those who don't know the difference, they changed the Duke's ball um, to make it more like a kookaburra ball, I guess. I think there was some talk a few years ago that the Duke's ball was doing too much. Now, I'm not sure exactly what they've done. I think they took it's not as hard and maybe the seam is slightly less pronounced on the new one. So the fact that one of their old balls from five years ago was in that bucket or briefcase, suitcase, suitcase yeah. that's staggering in itself. Yeah. Um and then if these whispers are coming out of the English camp, they're true because they would they would know exactly the difference between those balls. And I mm. read somewhere on the weekend as well, they're, they're actually stamped with a different number. So it wouldn't be too hard to zoom in on and when so, they were yeah. having a look at them. I, I would imagine and be able to find that. But mm. Mm. again, Usman Khawaja's comments were that was the hardest ball he'd faced all series which again would make sense if it was an older one because I think, again, it had a slightly higher seam and maybe one more layer of lacquer on the outside of the ball, which makes it like a rock. Yeah, okay. Interesting. Very interesting. It not, is. That it, not that it's going to change anything. No. I mean, the result is still the result. I mean, maybe Stuart Broad might put another asterisk on the, on the ashes. Last one was COVID. This one was a, an unregulated ball. In test it. cricket. Yeah. How? Now, something else that got my attention on the drive home with Gazy and Andy on Friday was your man, the GOAT, Nathan Lyon. Let's see what he had to say on the drive home. I think there's a lot of smoke and mirrors with, with basketball, if I'm being honest with you. And I feel like you're going to play aggressive, aggressive brand of cricket anyway. Uh, it's just going to be, be able to go up and down the gears and understand the, the moments in the game. What do you make of that, Tim? Um, I don't know if there was smoke and mirrors so much. I think there's a clear style of cricket that they're playing. Um, and, I, and I actually think what he said there is right in a way about them being able to go up and down the gears. I think when England actually find a way to do that, with the talent they've got in their team, I think they're going to be extremely hard to beat. 
because I think at the moment with their aggressive style, they, they always give you a bit of a sniff. And there was times in this series where I thought we were, we were gone. We're in all sorts of trouble. And then they let us back in with a bad shot or, you know, a couple of silly moments. Whereas I think once they figure out that they can defend and attack and choose when to do it against what bowlers, the way they play is they're going to be very, very hard to beat. They've got a yeah. good attack. All their batters are highly, highly skilled. I thought that was not the difference because our players are highly skilled, but, you know, their free mind just to be able like Joe Root's reverse scooping balls for six. Mm. Mm. Like it's incredible cricket to watch, and and I do, I don't think it was smoke and mirrors. I think they have a clear style of play under Brendan and Ben, and I think um, maybe Gaz was just trying to say a few things to to put them off because I mean you look at their run rates and strike rates throughout the whole series. Baz Ball is is real, um, and the Aussies struggled at times to cope with it. We'd love to get your thoughts on the show this morning. Please text us. Uh, the SMS machine is up and firing 0437 552 Do you want me to drop in my second bit of info that I got? Yes. And it's come up on the text line again this morning. So, so I, got text, someone's back. I got a text yesterday. Yeah. And I thought, oh, that's interesting. And I said, oh, who told you that? Is it a solid source? And they said, yeah, not, not bad. I said, okay. And then it's come through again this morning on the text line that. Different number? So oh, this well, is I'll check s- it. I'll check it. Okay. That it was a it actually was a deliberate thing from the English not to have a beer with the Aussies after the game. That's, Hang on. That's the mail that's Hang come on. through on the text. Hang line. on. This could be worldwide news here. Do you want to go back oh, over I'm not, what you just said? Saying, I'm telling You're you saying... that I have had two texts, one last night and one again this morning, telling me, not me saying, telling me that it was a deliberate ploy not to have a beer. So even though Ben Stokes came out and clarified the situation and said they had presentations to do, etc. Don't shoot the messenger, Breno. I'm just passing you on the info. People want to send it in. We want to read it out. Well, actually, I want to look at uh, Jamie Cox's tweet too from the oh, weekend. I, I saw that. Oh, yeah. Jimbo. He said, I can't remember. I need to look it up. Uh, can you talk for a minute while I find it? He said, what are you smoking? No, that was about you leaving Wokes out of you. Yes, <laughs> I didn't hear the, the other one. I'm talking about the other one. Uh, On I'm Twitter? Gonna, yeah, I'm going to find it while uh, while we talk here because it was something about the Oh, uh, yeah, the he beers. wasn't happy with wasn't the happy. tradition he being said, lost. He said you were being too kind Yeah, about that. No, because I understood what that was. Well, I think we've all been in change rooms. Coxie would have been as well. When people are retiring, particularly when they're people like Stuart Broad, who are all-time greats of your team, you can get caught up in the moment, and before you know it, it's 11 o'clock at night. So whilst I thought it was poor that they didn't have a beer, I understood the reasons behind if what they were telling us was true. Now, I've had two people in the last 24 hours tell me that that might not have been the case. Jamie said, you're being very kind, Tim. There's a lot of time unaccounted for here. Earn presented at 7.10pm. Aussies reportedly left after 10.30. Traditions don't last forever, I guess. No. And it is sad. Hmm. No, well, you talk, talked about it last week. Yeah. But so you're saying... No, I'm not saying. Yes, you are. I'm t- I have you, you been are. told. You've said it now. You've broken the news I here am, on SCN Tassie Breakfast. Well, if you break a story, Brent, does it mean that you came up with it? Or have no. you been given no, the... No, but you've, I have you've, been told, you've broken the story. Yeah, I have been told by two people. Mm, big news. Big Cut that news. up for socials, have well, it. Get it out there. We'll see if we can get no, a bite. I don't want to name my sources, but they're not bad. Okay. All right. So maybe they use the retirement as a bit of a... And then Stokesy got on the text at you know, four a.m. and said, "Oh no, we we wanted to, and we caught up at a nightclub." As you yeah. say, it's hard to do when you got um, 
you know, S Club 7 coming out of the speakers and <laughs> bopping away. Now, we're going to do your World Cup squad here, run out of time in this segment, but we might try and do this later in the show. Oh, hold it for Friday because I really want to take a deep dive into it. So, I don't oh. want to rush through that. But uh, we have Harrison Agents, of course, SEN Tassie Breakfast, Harrison Agents. We are Tasmanian. Please send us your thoughts on the Kia Tassie open line. Text us 0437 552 Save that number into your phone and tell us your thoughts anytime they pop into your head. You can also follow us on social media, media Twitter and Instagram at SEN Tassie. And we're also on Facebook and TikTok as well. We're going to get to the news. On the other side of it, we're talking uh, Tassie Sports Stars of the Week. Tim, we've got a few beauties this week as well.